This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 16th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Crop progress report out today. Ukraine seeks lab equipment and U.S. dairy backs rejection of Canada's new quota plan. U.S. Department of Agriculture issuing key report amid planning delays. USDA's weekly crop progress report due out this afternoon will tell traders and policymakers whether farmers are starting to catch up on planting during a year when U.S. crops will be especially important to global food supplies. Last week's report showed that only 22% of this year's expected corn crop had been planted by May 8. The five-year average at that point is 50%. Spring wheat plantings also well behind. About 27% have been planted as of May 8. It's got to dry out. They've got to get that wheat in, said Stonex analyst Arlen Suderman. U.S. spring wheat crop will be especially critical this year because of the impact of the war in Ukraine on global supplies and a drought that will likely slash winter wheat production by an estimated 8%. Some 43% of the winter wheat crop last week was rated in poor to very poor condition compared to 18% at the same point last year. Ukraine asked U.S. for ag lab testing equipment. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says he's going to do what he can to obtain lab and testing equipment for Ukraine to facilitate its agricultural exports. USDA, he said, can likely donate some used equipment, but Vilsack told AgriPulse he also will be asking universities and industry in the U.S. to help out. Ukraine isn't able to export ag commodities through its Black Sea ports, so the country is scrambling to try to ship grain, vegetable oil, and even beef and pork using unconventional routes. Ukraine Agriculture Minister Mykola Soliski recently appealed to the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization to help it set up a laboratory with equipment on the Romanian port city of Esmail on the Danube River to expedite ag exports. Today, the lack of such laboratory in Esmail shows down the process of exporting agriculture products, Solsky said. Still, since such products are first sent to Odessa, where they have to wait their turn to be certified, and only then sent to Esmail to be sent abroad. All this leads to unnecessary and financial costs for logistics and time. By the way, Secretary Vilsack over the weekend accused Russia of using hunger as a weapon of war and its conflict with Ukraine. U.S. dairy backs rejection of Canada's new quota plan. AgriPulse reported on Saturday that Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is slamming Canada's latest proposal to fix its quota system for U.S. dairy. U.S. industry is standing behind him. Canada cannot be permitted to blatantly disregard their trade obligations after having been found non-compliant by neutral and expert panel only to be then ignoring their obligations without consequence. That the word of Michael Dykes, president and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, speaking with AgriPulse. We are pleased to see USDA responding forcefully and hope that USTR does the same. Our government must hold Canada accountable. Vilsack, in an interview Saturday, 
said he told Canada's Marie-Claude Bibeau twice in recent days that the second and latest proposal, quote, is an unacceptable response under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Krista Hardin, president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, said in a statement, quote, Unfortunately, Canada simply refuses to institute real reform, and such actions must have consequences. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. EPA releases more info on WOTUS regional roundtables. The Environmental Protection Agency has made more details available on the regional roundtables being held virtually to gather input on a future definition of waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act. The agency has now posted the full lineups for the roundtables, which began May 9th and run through June 24th. Trout Unlimited representatives will be featured in three of the upcoming events, as well as speakers from breweries. Three of the remaining roundtables are organized by state farm bureaus in Arizona, California, and North Carolina, and the Wyoming Farm Bureau will take part at another. The Kansas Livestock Association also is an organizer. The American Farm Bureau Federation was critical of the first roundtable, saying it lacked diversity of experience. Grain milling company exec charged in connection with worker deaths. A Wisconsin corn milling company, its vice president, and five former employees have been charged with crimes related to worker safety, fraud, air pollution, and obstruction of justice, the Department of Justice has announced. Two former company supervisors previously pleaded guilty to related charges in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Wisconsin. The indictment alleges that Dadion Milling Incorporated, quote, willfully violated two federal safety standards by failing to develop and implement a written program to effectively prevent and remove combustible grain dust accumulations and by failing to install explosion venting or explosion suppression on a dust filter collector, thereby causing the deaths of five employees due to a combustible dust explosion at DMI's corn mill on May 31st, 2017, the Justice Department said. Allegations include falsification of records, including the cleaning logbook. Duckworth seeks inquiry into infant formula industry. Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth is calling on the Federal Trade Commission to, quote, conduct a wide-ranging study of the infant formula industry in the midst of the current shortage caused partially by recalls due to potentially deadly bacterial outbreak in an Abbott Laboratories manufacturing facility. 
quote, shedding light on the business practices and market conditions that led to sustained infant formula shortages will enable Congress and regulators to develop effective legislative and regulatory responses to strengthen the resiliency of the infant formula supply chain and prevent future infant formula shortages, Duckworth said in a letter to FTC Chair Lena Kahn. You can expect more infant formula inquiries on Thursday when FDA Commissioner Robert Califf testifies before the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee. You can check out that and other upcoming events in this week's Washington Week Ahead, available at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. The Russian military is, quote, destroying the infrastructure that would enable Ukrainian agriculture products to be processed into food, and that has been interpreted as their effort to essentially wage war through hunger. That Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack speaking to AgriPulse during a G7 summit in Germany. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 16th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.